Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Today is Tuesday, February 25th. I'm driving to Connecticut right now. So this is the perfect opportunity for me to podcast a little bit. I'm going to try to put out daily content. And what I'm looking to do, actually, is for people who are want 10, 15-minute uh, podcast content uh, video uh, uh, podcasts, what I'm looking to do is have a daily podcast where I'll have basically uh, uncut just what my trains of thought are. And then I'll use the weekly podcast to, I'll put more thought into that for uh, people who are not as close to real estate or investing and want something that they can digest on a weekly basis. So I'm going to do a two-tiered strategy here. So um, be on the lookout for a second podcast. And, um, yeah, so let's, uh, so for the purposes of this podcast, I want to talk about a problem contractor I'm having. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, in real estate investing, someone's nightmare is always dealing with nightmare contractors. And I'm here to tell you that that is 100% the case and that's inevitable. There's no way you're going to avoid that, but there's methods you can take to avoid, um, dealing with a problem contractor. So I'm going to walk you through a situation I'm in right now. And I'm going to walk you through the problem I'm having, uh, what went wrong, how I could have prevented it in, in uh, myself, because I, I do bear responsibility. I'm not going to put it all on this person, because uh, at the end of the day, it's my business. I take ownership for what happens with my business. So with that being said, let's get right into it. So I purchased a duplex rental property in January 2018 in New Britain, Connecticut. And this particular property uh, was definitely a fixer-upper. Um, so I, at the time, I was a bit less experienced. So I kind of got in a little bit more than I could probably chewed off at the time. A lot of the wiring was shot. A lot of the windows were shot. Cabinets needed to be replaced. Flooring needed to get replaced. There was roach infestation. Uh, so you get a picture of what kind of property we're talking about here. So um, I hired a Craigslist contractor at the time, and he did shoddy work. Um, but long story short, I was able to put a tenant into the property um, and who, who was very fine, happy with the place. Yes, not everything was up to the standards of a property which I would probably want to live in myself. But for a lot of people, as long as you have providing the basic necessities such as clean cabinets, clean flooring, functioning bathroom, functioning kitchen, all the amenities you would expect in a modern world, as long as you're providing it to them, whether it's economical package or uh, high-end packages, you're still providing a service no matter how pleasing it is to you personally. With that being said, um, that particular tenant moved out, so I was, I'm currently going through an apartment turnover. So I had used an electrician last year. I had not met him in person. Um, so what I had suggested, uh, he, he had came out and uh, I would make some tweaks to what I had done, but at the time I had found him off Google, checked his license on the Connecticut State site, uh, made sure, read some reviews, made sure he was a legitimate person, other people have used him in the past, so it's not as if I was using someone who um, was going to do bad work for me. 
And the particular job that took place was uh, a $300 electric job changing some outlets and what have you. So nothing huge. So I was comfortable not meeting this person in, in, in person. With that being said, uh, he got the job done. He had mentioned that last year that there was some additional work that needed to be done. There was some arcing with the electrical. So that being said, I was aware that this house needed back here again. So I had, with the intention to have this apartment turnover, what I had called a handyman and electrical, because those were the two things I knew would need to get done. And my handyman also had a plumber, so also had a plumber helping out with this. So I had called him back in January trying to get this work done, set up an appointment. I even sent a statement of work and all this information. Uh, long story short, I don't think this person was trying to be honest with me. I think he was trying to milk me for all it's worth. Uh, and to be upfront with you, I was okay with paying a little extra. I just wanted to get the job done. So today I have a Section 8 uh, inspection coming in place, and he waited until yesterday morning to come out to the property. Even though I had created this agreement with him over a month ago, he stalled and stalled, made some excuses. Uh, we had agreed to have some light fixtures at the property, and uh, I had not gotten it there when we had originally discussed. Uh, the reason for that was I was uh, originally had my handyman uh, try to have these uh, have it over and have him coordinate. So these things happen in real estate. You're not going to have that's the one thing with real estate that it was an adjustment for me. It's, it's, an, it's a relationship business. It's not going to be black and white. Things are going to happen. People have things that come up. So you can't be looking at and holding people to black and white standards. You need to have flexibility. So, and that being said, you both, everyone should, in theory, be working towards the same goal, which is getting that house ready to be rented out to a tenant. So he's coming to me yesterday and says... One of the circuits in the house is not working now. So in my mind, I'm saying, well, you fix it. And he's saying, well, the wire is shot and it is, he is trying, but he can't get it done. So my question is, why are we finding this at the 11th hour? Why didn't we not handle this in January when we had originally paid the agreement? I even paid upfront $5,500, which was a big red flag, the fact that he had asked me for money upfront. So with that being said, that rant is over. Now I want to text, take a step back and provide value to you, the listener, on what I should have done differently so that I could have avoided this altogether. So whenever you buy a property, first of all, it's imperative you get a rock bottom price. It's going to drive everything else and it has very much cascading impacts on the success of your investment. So if you find a property, do not ever get into a bidding war with another party because you're asking for trouble. You're going to overpay for a property uh, that is, you may fall in, and, and that's, that's the thing. You don't want to fall in love with the property because if, when you're looking at it from an investment standpoint, you need to be able to make sure the numbers make sense. So if for whatever reason, if you personally like it, it is personally nice to you, um, but the numbers don't make sense, then you need to walk away. With the case with this house, it was a brick property. I, for whatever reason, I was getting bad advice and it was told to me that brick houses were important. So I took that bad advice and was willing to pay extra. I was willing to pay a premium for that brick. But in reality, I had overpaid for what the amount of work that was needed for that house. With that being said, that is mistake number one, overpaying for the house. Number two, 
under budgeting what your repair costs are going to be. You're going to hear a lot of times, whether it's in other podcasts or stories, you're going to hear seasoned professionals and talking about how good their margins are, how much money they're able to save, what have you. That's going to be a seasoned professional. What their margins are and their numbers are are not going to be what your numbers are starting out. So you need to be able to account for that. So a job which may normally take you $2,000, if you're hiring out to somebody else and you're doing this for the first time, it's likely going to cost you a little bit extra. You're going to make some mistakes. I would always put in a 10 to 30% buffer premium that just for first time mistake fee percentage. So look at it. Don't be worried about losing money. That's the biggest thing that when you're getting started out in this business is people have a fear of losing money. If you have a fear of losing money, you're going to fail no matter what, because that fear is going to hold you back and prevent you from taking on deals that you would otherwise be, uh, would otherwise be really good deals for you. That being said, mistake number one, I overpaid for that house. Mistake number two, I had underestimated a budgeting cost. So what I should have done was I fixed all the electrical work when I first bought the purchase's home. What I did was I tried to fix all the fixtures and outlets, but this particular house needed more work. The actual wiring behind the walls were shot. So I didn't want to lay out that type of money at the time. And now I'm dealing with the cascading impacts now. So now the issue that I'm having now is that the electrician is suggesting that we break the walls and go into the drywall. The issue here though is that I've already had drywall put in, I've had the handyman in, plastered the walls, sanded it down, painted it. So taking and break, tearing down that all that work is not a solution. And it, it pains me to say this, but this electrician is not being a team player. He's not looking at it from my vantage point, and he's being selfish and only looking at it from his bottom line and not being a stakeholder. So I certainly will not be working with this guy in the future. I've already called him. Unfortunately, I had paid that $5,500 ahead of time, but that does not leave me with no options. So I have, and in this business, it's a relationship business, but you need to give tough negotiating too. So what I had told him, I told him very straight up, I said, look, you did bad work for me. You did not help me out here. You created more problems for me. So you owe me $2,000, and I think that's reasonable. He put in about one day of work, put in three hours of work, and he's claiming he's uh, entitled to $5,500. Get the hell out of here, or get the fuck out of here. And this is my podcast, I'm gonna speak my mind, and this is the type of conversations I wanna be having. So with that being said, I'm leaning that on him, and if he doesn't come through, I've told him very clearly that I will be leaving bad reviews on all the major uh, sites um, that are available to us in today's world with social media and all these review sites for contractors and whatnot. Because this is a, the industry is changing. Real estate with electronic means, there's no more room to play games here. You're only supposed to add value for your customers and you're supposed to look out for their best interests. If you don't have their best interests, then business can function appropriately. So that, with that being said, the job should have been done properly the first time. With that being said, this guy should be looking out for my best interests. $5,500 for a contractor is more than enough. He, did, he was flexible and allowed me to pay with the credit card because I did have some uh, liquidity things going on. But with that being said, you need to be a team player in this business. You need to be looking out for each other. It's not all about you and your bottom line. 
you need to be looking out and making sure that you're, the people on your team are making money. Because if they're not making money, then it's not going to work out. They're not going to want to look out for you. They're not going to want to bring jobs your way. So real estate is very much a relationship business. If you don't enjoy working with people, if you don't enjoy having conversations and looking out and, and making small talk and that kind of whole chit-chat, then this type of business is not for you, unfortunately. So this is all part of the daily uh, game for me. I have to be able to uh, remove the emotion out of it. There will be times I lose money, but then there's times that I walk away with big checks too. So it's not all losses. They all balance out and the end game is to be able to make money. So hopefully this was all helpful. I'm glad you were able, if you made it this far, I'm glad you were able to hear. Uh, Hopefully you um, get a flavor of the passion I have for this work. I want to be able to succeed. If you have interest in this, let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram. Reach out to me via email. You can call me at 860-390-4424. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy your real estate investing. Enjoy your regular investing. Uh, Enjoy your money matters and have a happy and healthy rest of your day.